The uh, real reason I wanted to call this meeting together was just so I could drink Landshark because it's been a while. Oh, all right. So I'm I'm trying something new here. I just found it today. Look at this. I, I, I don't know if you can read it. Oh, have oh, you ever seen this? Wait, traditional. I've seen yeah. traditional different. What is that? Yeah, this is like aged in Ale uh, cask finish. Yeah, Ale I think barrels. I saw something on the internet about this, but I never. Yeah. What's that at the bottom? Is that like it's a New Holland? It's um, it's New Holland Brewing. So they they finish, uh, and I don't know how long they. Oh, they, they took traditional and finished it on something. Yeah, it's already reposado, and then they put it in these barrels. Uh, it does not say how long. It just uh, says bring some. Uh, bring some to golf tomorrow. Okay. Uh, limited edition. Blah blah blah. It doesn't say how long. But I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to try it right now. So and I'll uh, I'll have to get a flask and bring a sample. But or it might suck and I might not. I might overrule you. It smells interesting. A little beer smell. <laughs> no, um, no, it's good. It's you different. know, I, I don't have anything, so let me get a water and probably some tequila. Hmm. It's smooth. It's um, it's uh, you could taste the wood from the barrel. I can't say that I taste beer per se. It's just got the the wood essence of the wood from the barrel. But it's pretty smooth. What's the proof? It's 80 proof, just like usual. I don't know what you'd ever do with it. Like, you know, would it be good in a margarita? I don't know. All right, I just figured I'd bring this one out here. Ah, there you go. It's the old, uh, the old standby. Yes. The former number one, maybe still. Well, until better. Addictivo took over. Addicto. But it's uh it's in the Hall of Fame, let's put it that way. Yeah. Oh, it's an, it's a solid number two. Cause uh you know, you can't beat addicto. Addictivo. Okay. So I was thinking of that addendo, the uh Deborah can't say Casamigos. <laughs> and she keeps buying that tequila, Casamigos, but she always says, like, she goes, Can you make uh Margaritas? I bought some come seagulls <laughs> and it got worse as i made her drinks too she said it, it and she would say it a million times one of them would be right but she had no idea it was right she didn't say casamigos yes casamigos you know, she went casamigos come seagulls <laughs> just look at uh and then laughing nice. every time i see the, the the bottle so i haven't been drinking much so but I so he's going to get a loopy on one shot here. I know. I'll take a sip. That'd be fun. Cheers. Yeah, this is okay. I don't know, you know, if I would seek it out Oops. to drink straight. It's not addictivo by any means. Yeah, this is so good. Well, we may as well. That was their prologue toast. So, um, it's the it's the 28th of june the year oh geez the year is 2022 it's the 28th of june and you're wasting away at the north coast with amigo schmo mike and mickey and uh salute started to summer schmo started. happy birthday oh yes. they removed yes, happy one birthday. day from my birthday yep 
Summer uh, started one, a week ago, uh, a week from yesterday. My birthday is always the 4th of July. And it uh, always, one, one it day always lands a week after my birthday. Away from uh, my brother's birthday. He's, this is the 29th. Oh, okay. Well, our, the uh, the artist for our theme song. That's right. There's a birthday. connection. Yeah. So what's going on, guys? Well, not too much. Just watering my lawn, looking out there. Uh... Oh, shit. I'm going to do that, too. <laughs> I'm going to do that in a little bit. I was going to after after a couple of drinks, just walk out <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> the old fashioned way. <laughs> uh, I might as well get I'll, I'll I have my I had a weird month or at least since May, two months. So I I don't think I even you even know, Mick, unless the North Coast tel- Coconut Telegraph has gotten to you. So I, I think I talked about being sick, right, with colitis. Yeah. Or it what they called colitis, but I had an infection in my intestine. So that happened like May 1st, 2nd, 3rd. I was really sick, all this stuff. And then on the 3rd, that's when I ended up at the emergency room. Hmm. And they took a CT scan. I don't know how detailed. And that's when they said you have colitis, which really means that you don't know if you had the kind that comes back, all this stuff you have. Uh, you have, and I had an infection, bad infection. I was really nauseated because gases were going everywhere and uh, I couldn't eat and I couldn't drink, but the ER was great because they gave me fluids and pain meds and anti-nausea meds and all that stuff. And then, but then they did say, okay, you got this thing on your kidney, whatever. I knew something might be up by the way, the, uh, the doctor, she was like, you know, 19 years old, it seemed. And, uh, so I took all that back and, you know, Deborah had to come get me in the middle of the night. She, I was there alone as it is. I was doing the whole thing. I'm in the hallway. I'm moaning out loud, like, like old oh, people. Geez. I was terrible. You know, I'm like, ah, and I was so thirsty. So I was dehydrating, but I couldn't drink anything. And, uh, and then they, they did make me feel a lot better and all this stuff. So, and I, I was sick for a while and the antibiotics work, but, a week after antibiotics, I was still sick, and they said, just give it time. So blah, blah, blah. But I come home, and Deborah looked at the paperwork and said, yeah, you have kidney cancer. That's basically what it says. <laughs> she knows how to read this shit. And the doctor was, like, too frightened to just come out and tell me that because it's not her job to tell you for sure what it – I don't know. I've seen TV shows. I don't know why she didn't tell me. Because she's 19. So Yeah, yeah. So uh, they sent – you know, I went to urologist. I was able to go to the urologist. They started giving me stuff about, you know, they said they made an appointment for like weeks later, like a month. And then they looked at my, my chart and then they called back and said, you come in tomorrow or come in Tuesday or whatever, Monday. So I said, holy shit. So I go in there and he goes, yeah, this just means you have a tumor on your kidney. And it's like 99% malignant and all that stuff. This happens a lot. And it's a little bit like they, he says, you get a biopsy. And they can freeze it right then if you want to do the freezing. And they do that for prostate and kidney. And, uh, but he says yours is a little too big for that. So you pr- go there, you see the doctor, probably get a biopsy and then see what to do. Or I could have the tumor taken out with laparoscopic, like three holes in my body. Or I get the whole kidney out, which is, which is hard to recover. I mean, it's hard to recovery. And you lose a kidney, but you only need one. And uh, so... Then, then I go, so then I'm, uh, um, 
then it was really hard. I was thinking, should I go to U of M now? What do I do? I'm in Beaumont down here. And I, I tried them first because they could see me right away. And then it wasn't going good there. The administration of the whole place, you know, I was ready to walk out. I was bitching. I was loud and everything. And then the, uh, but then I talked to the nurse practitioner. And then like, once you're in the, the scent, the place where I'm going to go, those two women took care of me and said, okay, we're going to make this appointment and we're going to assume you're going to get a biopsy. Then you're going to get something called a renal embolization, which cuts off the blood supply to the tumor. And then it'll shrink and then we'll go in and freeze it if that's the way you want to do it so i made those they and then a few days later she was talking to me and working people and doing working the phone seriously and she scheduled me and so far everything's gone as planned so i've already had them scheduled thank god so then i decided not to go to u of m because then that would be months before i started this process again hmm. so so then i did have a biopsy two and a half weeks ago three thursdays ago and Everything was exactly what they thought. And then, uh, so then last Thursday, I, it's, it's outpatient and they, they're going to do this cutoff blood supply. Now, biopsy, they went right through my back, a little hole. I was a little sore. I couldn't swim for a, a, a week, stuff like that. I, you know, I didn't ride my bike, but I, I played golf. It wasn't even quite a week. But then this thing kicked my ass. <laughs> this thing, uh, 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 it was, I came home, I was okay, and I even ate, and that's the last time I ate for a while. That, I don't know if things wore off, but they went through my right groin, right right there, and go across to the left kidney, right groin and across the left kidney to get to the tumor. And they found, like, I guess everything was cool. They found two clear, like, arteries go into it, and they gum it up with, like, gelatin sponges and stuff. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And this is a thing. I, I know my, my uh, daughter-in-law in California had this done for something. So, so it's like, uh, oh, you know, and then it really started to hurt and they didn't give me any painkillers. They sent me home. Nothing, not a, not antibiotics. Oh, wow. Really? I thought you would have like antibiotics at least just for well, a few it, days. At least like Tylenol threes or something. Yeah. So, and then, and I can't, meanwhile, Okay, up there, real quick. I also had the gastroenterologist involved, and then he got me to another colonoscopy. So during all this, I also a few weeks ago I had a colonoscopy, which I just had one a few years ago, and I'm gonna have one in a year now. And he checked, and yeah, I have, and I just went to him last week, and I have an ulcer in my large intestine, and he's so it's either, I mean, it's not really colitis, it's either Crohn's disease, yes. which which I'm not the age for that you're either younger or real old not even this old real so but mostly it's younger you get it for some reason and then he thinks and then we went over and i like i just recently stopped a leave and i had the doctor i was taking four leave a day and i would take i stopped taking ibuprofen when i took a leave and stuff and then he thinks that's the cause of it like years and all this stuff of taking a leave and mm. and ibuprofen but Tylenol is okay. So all I can take is Tylenol anyway. So that's going, it's still weird and it's hard to pinpoint any issues there because I keep having other things done. But then this, 
So this, uh, I can only take Tylenol. I could not sleep at night. And it's like, I get this weird pain and all this stuff. And then they're like, well, yeah, it's, it's like, you're killing it. It's like screaming and crying and shrinking and I'm stopping blood. Blood is running differently in my body. Well, I can't and have no precautions. A, you can no Norco taking you, but the gastroenterologist said I could take Norco. Damn it. And I, and, and I figure constipation is not a problem. I, it was with opiates before, but now I have this ulcer thing, but anyway, and he's like, if you really feel bad, go back to emergency room. And I was like, I don't want to spend it. That's horrible. And then he's like, just take two X, you know, they say, take, you take two extra strength Tylenol, which is a thousand milligrams. You don't exceed. He goes, take them like every four hours, stay ahead of the pain. You can't exceed 3000 in a day. And then he stops. Oh, well, yeah. I can do math too, buddy. <laughs> that's just, that's every eight hours. You're telling me to take it actually double. So, but I, you know, I'm trying to stay ahead. It never went away. You know, it's one of those things. I really, I have Tylenol threes I'm looking at or Tylenol codings, but they're like five years old and I didn't take them because I was a little, you kind of, I just didn't take them. I didn't take anything. I decided, uh, I kind of toughed it out and now it's, it's still like there, but it's not painful i you know i went yesterday or sunday i didn't take town all to the end of the day and i just chilled so i can't swim i couldn't swim this weekend it sucked so anyway it just straight you could feel it you could just visualize you know yeah you're this is weird and then so now i have five weeks from last thursday so in four weeks or so i go to uh, have the freezing done and that's overnight that's the whole thing. Even after this, I had to lay flat on my back. It's not the easiest thing, you know, just flat for over two hours after oh, it was done. And they wow. plug it up. There's no stitches or anything. And they plug it up with this collagen plug. And if it bursts out, they said, if you have bleeding or it looks like you're bruised, call 911. This is what they, <laughs> shit. It's none of this. Call this. They have this number. Call us if you have any questions. So I get home and like, uh, you didn't tell me about the excruciating yeah, pain. Yeah, the pain with no meds. Yeah. And like everybody else I talked to, well, I was overnight for this thing, you know, and, and I can't even imagine not having pain pills or pain. I just need an IV. I needed fluids too. You know, I, I, with this pain, you don't like drink water and everything. I'm just, I didn't eat again, hmm. you know? So then, uh, so now I don't, at least the next one's overnight. And I, there's, there's more of that laying flat again. And it's all weird because I have the sleep apnea machine and we have to all plan this out. Yeah, but anyway, I'm not, I'm not complaining because everything is going, you know, the, it's weird. That colitis attack or whatever I had could have saved my life. I, yeah, sh no doubt. I should make it through this. And then it, I, I, they found it for like no reason. Mm -hmm. Oh, and they made, they made a big deal about it. I could see it on the screen. It's like a, Looney Tunes cartoon. You can see your kidney and the tumor, and then he's working on it. I was fully awake for all this stuff, just uh -huh. laying there. You know, they they give it only stung when they gave me the numbing. You know, so and then they were really impressed, impressed that the tumor is like in a, a perfect sphere. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but it does look like a a perfect sphere in the in the upside down. That's what it looks like, and they, it's like colored and everything. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, it's, they said it's cut the ink, put it, they put ink in you. It looks, it lit it up perfectly and whatever. Huh.
because it's a not an x-ray, but a CT scanner. So hopefully the freezing works. People don't like freezing only because they want it out of their body. I was like, going to say, they just leave it in then, eh? It, yeah, just... yeah, I said, that's my first question. What happens to it? And I, well, absorbed by your body. It doesn't sound like I want something to absorb that. Mm-hmm. But it's scar tissue, and it's frozen and dead. You know, so it, hopefully the, the freezing goes okay. I'll keep you guys posted, of course. So anyway, I am in good spirits for this because, like, it's all working like they said. So hopefully they know what they're talking about. Yeah, where's the Yoda show? Exactly. We've got zero Buffett content. Let me do so this is a record. I know, and I've got a lot of clips to go I know. We have I'm to, thinking so, about should we reschedule? This would be this would be our little get together. This and would then, be a, a, a no, no, that's, yeah, I know. Podcast. Nice if we try to fit it. What, would you rather? How long are the clips? I don't know, but I, it it seems to be like 30 minutes every show. So it's so, up to you guys. I, can I don't care. I don't care. Go ahead. If it's about 30 minutes, right after I talk about, never mind. Here we go. <laughs> Stranger Let's things. go back to politics. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if I launch into the concert roundup right now, it's going to be so weird because the intro is going to have bright sunlight behind me and then a smash cut 30 seconds into the show to do another intro. Dark night. Do our dates again. Dark nighttime. You can release the political files. It's a separate God. little thing. I don't want to. I don't want to go through this. I mean, this argument is. Yeah, you got to cut all that out. <laughs> I do anyway. And I'm probably going to cut Schmo's medical stuff out. Oh, but I was going to say, you could put that in if we want our, our uh, you know, listener. listener to know. You know what I mean? Maybe that'll I, be I don't mind. That's why, that's why I said it on camera kind of thing. Oh, okay. But I was going to try to say, I said, you know, I should work in stuff like some references to limes and margaritas and, <laughs> and i couldn't i didn't because it's too you know just to blatantly make it tied into the show How what stupid. song lyric mentions ulcers on your intestines yeah there's so many which one should i use <laughs> i i couldn't figure out as i went else the story so it's been, been weeks been since i've had a cheeseburger in paradise <laughs> that's true there we go there's the segue if you cut at the edit point at the right place, I haven't had a cheeseburger in paradise and I may never again. Really? I have pledged not to have beef ever again. We'll see. Oh, we'll, see. well he, he's into impossible burgers. Jimmy's into impossible burgers. Six, now, so, so am yeah, I. That's not the song. Not a lot of ton, but I do. Well, and, burger. Uh, it's still burger. That's true. An impossible yeah, cheeseburger. You can tell the cheeseburger so. and the impossible parts implied. And uh, Possible cheeseburger, yeah, all red meat. Nice. I'm just not trying to have it, I, but it's easy to do right now because I'm not feeling 100. Right yeah, I can I can get into that, but I don't I, I don't want I it problems now, with red meat too. Yeah, no more, none of that crap. And uh, the last food I looked at <laughs> was at my mom's wedding, and, and I was like, Oh, I don't wanna, now we're yeah, getting into subconscious I here. I don't want this food. Yeah, you know I, what? I, all this stuff happened after your mom's wedding. It did. The di- next Ooh. day is when I started. You know, I don't feel well. And I didn't feel right. Sa- I didn't eat all the food. And you know who I ate dinner with? What, my lovely and talented wife next to me. And the other side of me was Patty, friend of the show, Patty. <laughs> so what well, side of you had the pain? Well, the you left. the effect she has on plumbing. It's the left in and and also when HUD, she's ruined a bathroom or two. Yeah, remember, his, his remember the bathroom in my basement? 
Oh, make, yeah. make it. It's still it's not fixed. It won't stop. Nobody could figure out what the hell the problem is. And then once in a while, out of well, the you have clear to get blue, Patty back there and she has to recreate <laughs> yeah, exactly what you did, I, but backwards. It's the PPP patty plumbing problem it's hard to say and i sound like daffy duck for a minute and uh well now you know why patty always drives to a hotel to go to the bathroom and this was a terrible way to get into concert roundup because we were supposed to do that like eight minutes ago okay concert roundup uh, I Wait, that's lost all interest. Long in past this. to get here today. I've lost all interest in anything to do with. We can we concerts. can reschedule if you want. <laughs> First, there there were four concerts in June. There are going to be four concerts in July, but they're going to be at the end of July. So it's going to be interesting to see how we do a July show, and then the August shows are right afterwards. So it's going to be like eight shows in a row that we have to cover. Oh, so yeah. that's going to be fun. Anyway, the first June show is in Orange Beach, Beach, Alabama on June 2nd. And uh, because it was Orange Beach, Alabama, which is close to Pensacola, one of the songs was, can you guess? Starts with a Frank. Oh, Frank, Frank and Lola. Ends with a Lola. And uh, the last and Layla. time. <laughs> Layla. I don't have a clip from of Frank and Lola because it was the the in, the intro was just kind of plain and the performance was like the album. So what are you going to do? But uh, curiously or interestingly, not curiously at all. Interestingly, the last time he had played Frank and Lola was at the same place in 2019. Um, another interesting song was Gulf Coast Highway, which they did with. Mac, Jimmy, and Tina, which they had done a year ago or maybe three years ago. No, I think it was last year. I think it was last year. And he brought back Bama Breeze. And uh, right after that, they did Cheeseburger in Paradise. And I have a clip of that because Michael Utley was back. And this is my first recording of Mr. Utley and his son doing a duet of the intro to cheeseburger. So now we've heard how Mick did it for the last the previous four shows. Very we've heard how voice. Mr. Udley does it. Here's how they do it together. Yeah, yeah. I remember cheeseburger too at the, at the Florabama. Yeah. Now, now, Mr. Utley here, that would be Mike Sr. He, he hadn't been up here for a while. We're glad to have him back. So did you miss us when you were in quarantine? Did you miss yeah, us? Did I, I did. I had some cheeseburgers while I was in quarantine. You had cheeseburgers while you were in quarantine? I did, and I liked them a lot. And then, then did you get them? Did you get takeout? They slipped them under your door? I got delivery. And then <laughs> delivery from... Uh, oh, yeah, your right. son delivered cheeseburgers. Right, he did. Well, Nick, what did he want on his cheeseburgers? Well, <laughs> wow, he liked his with a lettuce and tomato <laughs> and Heinz fifty-seven and French fried potato, a big kosher pickle, and a cold draft beer. Go. Good God Almighty! Yes! Which Good God Almighty! Yes! Good God Almighty! Which way do I steer? Oh, let's go! They sound the same, but one is 
much higher. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like uh, yeah, lettuce and tomato, and then hot tub. <laughs> that's that's what it sounded like. <laughs> but I love it. It's fun. The final song was Book on a Shelf, Book on the Shelf, for those of you keeping score. The next show was Saturday, June 4th in Houston, Texas. And here's a clip. Oh, they did Stars on the Water, which did they do that? I don't think they did that. They did Stars on the Water. And here's a clip of the outro. Let's see if you can. Actually, it's not the outro. It's just Jimmy talking to the rest of the band and his crew. Let's see if you can pick up what he says. Except mine, of course. Did you catch that? Except Buffett's microphone. Yeah, he said, turn down all the vocals. And then he adds, except mine, of course. And everybody starts <laughs> laughing. You can hear Mr. Utley laugh. Here's uh, the intro to Son of a Son of a Sailor. As a child of the Gulf Coast. Yeah. And a son of a son of a sailor. Uh, that's all true. I didn't make that up. So it's been a long time, so I thought y'all might like to go out on this beautiful afternoon sailing with me on my boat. I believe we can fit all of y'all on there, even everybody on the lawn out there. It's looking pretty, it's looking pretty wild out there on that lawn. What do you think, Mr. Rutley? Yeah, huh? As the sun goes down, the lawn lit lights up. <laughs> I, I just made that up on the spot. Yeah. Okay, you were there in Houston when he said it. Okay, all right, let's, let's do it, all right? All right, let's get on the boat. Here's the intro to Mailbox Money. This is a little song that's uh, actually based on a true story about the last... U.S. mail boat in the country on the Magnolia River over in Baldwin County, Alabama. So if you ever get over to uh, Magnolia Springs, it's a pretty cool little spot on the way to the Gulf. And uh, you might see the mail boat under there. And uh, I think that's, that'd be a good job for you when you finish this. Uh, Mac the mail boat. Yeah, Mac the yeah. mail boat. Man. Mac the, the mail man. It kind of sounds like Captain Kangaroo. Mac the mail boat man. Right after that, they did Who's the Blonde Stranger, which hasn't been performed since 2007. Really? All right. So wow. uh, we, were, we went out what, before Jazz Fest. We went, we went way, way out uh, into West and uh, in West Texas. We went to Midland. We went out around there. So, and uh, we're back over here on the coast now. Texas is big. You know, it's big out there. But I have to thank it because uh, back, back in the day, I was working all over the state because everybody kind of liked to see me hitchhiking with a guitar. So that was good. But anyway, this is a little song uh, we're going to do for you now that uh, will take us from where we were to where we almost are now. So if you're going on vacation down to the Gulf, be careful of those blonde strangers out there. Men, surf instructors. Guitar players, bartenders. I don't know what it is about you girls. You like those kind of bad boys. Is that what it is? All right, so we're going to bad boy land right now. Who is that blonde stranger out there? I used to be blonde. I used to be blonde.
It was pretty wild to hear that song again. But three songs, no, uh, four songs later, after Little Martha, when Jimmy comes comes back on stage, he did a song that I would never expect him to do live. One of his songs. Well, not one of his songs. One of one of a a song that he is on. I've totally screwed this up. It's not a song he's written. It's a song he's recorded. And it's on one of the earlier albums. And it's Wait. so early that I would never have expected him to, to bring it out on stage. But he did because here's the little clue, because it's a Texas audience. Oh. Uh, but it doesn't have it, anything to do with Texas. So it's not I'm Dallas. Getting, uh, West Texas. I'm no. getting the Roger Clinton's gone to Texas. No, no. The, uh, no, it's not like a song a he North, wrote. Oh, North isn't. Texas. Or what is that song he has about? North well, that's Texas woman, George yeah. Street, Alan Jackson thing. Maybe. No, it's a song that's on one of his early albums. It's not like that. It's uh, on like uh, it's, it's, not like, it's about Texas. Well, I'm going like, to play it for you. This is taken. <laughs> we, we have no <laughs> <Yeah>. clue. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't done this song I was gonna guess that. in a long time, but I'm going to see Willis Allen Ramsey in Austin this week. <laughs> One of my favorites, and uh, happy to play for you tonight. It also was interesting because I did this article with a lot of people that like what Willis Allen does, and the reporter told me that uh, Spider John was the first song that, that I recorded that I didn't write. I wish I had written <laughs> So Willis Allen Ramsey fans everywhere. Here we go. Spider John is my name. A Northeast Texas Woman is also on that album. Yeah, yeah you told I got, me about Willis Allen Ramsey. Right, I'm looking at the show. album. Muskrat Love. Yeah, and I, you know, and I can't, kind of confused with Ray Wiley Hubbard, and I don't like Ray Wiley Hubbard. I don't know who that is. He's so easily manipulated. Three names. Yeah, there's three names. That must be the one Joe told me about. I don't like this guy. I have to point out that I screwed up the years that I quoted. Who's the Blonde Stranger was last played in 2019. I was going to say 2007. No way. Yeah, Spider John is a 2007 song. You just decided to believe. I just believed that. Yeah. All right. Mick must know he did his research. He did. Who's a blonde stranger 2019 in Toronto and spider John was played in 2007 in Frisco, Texas. Um, I've got another clip. This is the final clip I've got from Houston of the intro to last mango in Paris. We run up and down the Gulf coast. Haven't we? Yes. That's where I escaped to from new Orleans. Yeah. I escaped from New Orleans and went to Key West. I went, look, it's New Orleans by the ocean. (laughs) I like this a lot. And then I ran into Captain Tony. I was on my way to church, but I thought Captain Tony's was a better chapel. A lot better philosophy coming out of there for me. So, uh... He's always still with me when we do this. Uh, I have to tell you, some of it, yeah, I don't know if it's in the history of all the incredible bullshit that I have done, but, 
One of the worst was Captain Tony ran for mayor of Key West, and I was his campaign manager last time I got into politics. And, and we lost, but I had this brilliant idea because there was a tombstone in, the, in Key West Cemetery, and it was one of my, one of my favorite epitaphs on it. It just said, I told you I was sick. And I said, Tony, we can take this and turn it into like the island's got a little illness and you can, they, they whipped our ass is what they did. But anyway, Captain Tony won the mayor and I had nothing to do with it after I retired that day. So uh, he's always with me when I do this song. Let's go to Key West. He's said stuff like that before, so I'm pretty sure I've got similar intros, but I included it anyway because I like some of the stuff he added. Um, And the final song for whatever concert we're talking about, Houston, is was Tin Cup Chalice. The next concert was in Rogers, Arkansas on Thursday, June 9th. I almost said 19th. That's wrong. Thursday, June 9th. And because it was Arkansas and because Michael Utley is an alumnus of the university, they do the uh, Razorback pig call. And this broke out during the intro to Knees of My Heart. Thin man, thin man. All right. Oh, and it, uh, it follows right after Finn's. This intro follows right after Finn's. That's why Jimmy's talking about some guy, the Finn man. Thin man. Maybe guys. I don't. I don't remember. Thin man. Thin man. All right. I didn't tell them to do this. They've been doing this. How long have the thin men been running around like that? Ten. They actually have day jobs too. Yeah, that's it. They are engineers. No, I'm not kidding. They're the thin engineers out there. Yeah. That's what you people do with these songs, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's been a while since we've been here, and the weekend starts today. Now, we, we have an, an Arkansan right here, too, so how does that happen? Is, is, is your whole family out here? Yes. Mr. Michael Utley there from Blobble, Arkansas, right there. Thank you. And his son, Mick. We have the flying Utleys here tonight. We have Mick Utley right here. You're flying, huh? And also, what was your major in college? Zoology. Zoology. This worked real well, didn't it? it zoology, did. yeah. Music basis or zoology, they, they go hand in hand. That they do, we know that. Yeah. But also, you got a, what, you got, you're a fellow at the University of Arkansas. What does a fellow do? I What's a fellow? <laughs> I got a doctorate. I got a doctorate. Well, you, you What's a fellow? Well, you're a big dog. Woo! coming i knew it was coming all right so uh, i don't have to, i don't you don't have to ever ask forgiveness and neither do i but we're gonna play the song anyway all right you just took 15 minutes of showtime to do the suey pig 
No, we just know. That's free. When it, you don't have to pay for the pics or anything. But anyway. Yeah, they they do that at football games. Uh, North Carolina is their rival. <laughs> that was weird. They also was, did. That's not best it gets. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they were playing them. I have no idea. Of course, it wouldn't be in June. Yeah. Right. Um, the next song, or one of the one of the songs that did that night was "Coconut Telegraph," which they don't do that often for this tour. Since two thousand seven. Since nineteen oh two, according to my notes. Um, and they also did "Why Don't We Get Drunk," which is uh, not that frequent this tour. And uh, here is. A clip from Margaritaville. I usually don't do a lot of clips from Margaritaville, but I, I got a chuckle out of this because Jimmy goes into the raw. I mean, the uh, he goes into the new verse and he messes it up. So see how Jimmy screws up and then try and cleans up the mess within two lines. So I flew to Hawaii for all Australia. And surfers not acting very. <laughs> Hawaii. Yeah, he goes Australia to Australia first, Hawaii. and then he goes to Hawaii to recuperate. But he okay. he said Hawaii the first time, and, <laughs> and he recuperated um, before he went. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. What did he say after being in Australia? Well, he goes to Australia, falls off the stage, and then he he then he goes he, to Hawaii for yeah. He has a lot of reefer yeah. and and recuperation or whatever. Whatever, however he verses it um, and the final song of that show was 10 cup chalice now uh, the next show was Saturday June 11th in Austin and um, here's another clip from stars on the water and my notes say that he he messes up the beginning but I can't remember I can't remember how yes 100 degrees and we are here all right this would be called a steam bath in a show, and we all were yes. participating in that today. But we got stars on the water down around the Gulf of Mexico, so uh, let's head down there on the coast right now. What do you think? Let's go swimming. The steam bath in a show. We've been to some steam baths and shows. Yeah, I knew I knew you would like that reference. Yeah. I think that's why I even included it. I included the whole intro. Um, another song he did at the Moody Center in Austin was Migration. And uh, once again, right after Little Martha, Jimmy does a song that now you might recognize. Austin, I love this town. <laughs> Me too, Mac. We love it so much because we uh, 
we have some special we have some special guests for you tonight here and uh, it means a lot to me too because of all the days that I spent here from went from a nobody to uh, opening act that was a somebody I guess but uh, this goes way back to like 1972 when I uh, I was listening to an album and I was sitting in Key West not a, a nobody and I started listening to this album that kind of I went that is different and I started listening to it and a year later I realized that I was listening to it so much that it kind of influenced White Sport Code and the Pink Crustacean was the first album that I ever did. At the same time, Jerry Jeff had connected me up with uh, Austin and I was living in Florida but I went all over Texas working and, and uh, people paid my way for so long so that's why I'm so grateful and again because music is a part of the culture of Texas and uh, and it's like there are only a few places in the country, New Orleans, here, San Francisco, where music is part of what people live for. And uh, so it's a great pleasure for me. Uh, I'm kind of choked up about this because I haven't seen this guy since 1974. And it was the first song that I put on White Sport Code, or the second album, the, the first song that I never wrote, but I love this song so much. Uh, and I think you do too. So for the first time ever, please welcome Jimmy Buffett and Willis Allen Ramsey to your stage. Yes. He's working on his second album 50 years later, so we're waiting for it, you know? We're not going to pressure you though, Willie, so we're going we're gonna to play a little song for you right now. You ready? All right. Yes, sir. All right, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. Right. There will be an edit and then a song. Spurred is my main friend. Show up being like show up done. I could share. It's been these 30 years since I took to the road to find my precious jewel. If you see my lily, won't you give up my love? Tell old spider got tangled in the black well that he spun. You can tell old spider. Willis Allen Ramsey, huh? Yeah. Mr. Buffett. Thank you so much, man. All right. Stone for his songwriting. That feels good, huh? All right. He has one album. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen, Austin, so that's the way it goes, huh? All right, Willis, take care, man. I do have to point out the performance was actually full length what i gave you was the beginning and the end just because i wanted the congratulations part afterwards were so it was the the actual performance was nowhere near that short um the other special guest was Django walker jerry jeff's son um and they did something about a boat nice. which um <clears throat> they wrote that Django and his friends wrote for jimmy 
Um, I can't even remember what album that is off of. Songs from Saint Somewhere. Uh, I think. Was it on? It was because I just don't buffet pay attention hotel. to the new ones. It's not buffet hotel, wow. is it? No, the first one on that was the right, Southern Rock it song. It was the Southern Rock song. Nobody from nowhere was at the opening track for Buffet Hotel. I think this is songs from Saint Somewhere. That's my guess. But uh, that just shows you how little I listen to the the more I recent. I thought it was albums. earlier than that. I could be wrong. But anyway, here's the clip, and here's here's uh, Django coming out on stage, and here's the clip. Oh, also, this performance has been edited, too, because I wanted to include Django trying to hit the really low note. Mick was right. Okay. The really low note at the end. And so uh, here's something about a boat. We got another boat song coming up, and uh, this little song that came to me uh, from, uh, from a young man, uh, Mr. Django Walker, and uh, yeah, I think... He had, it was some kind of a weird trip that like he and 14 friends went to Belize, had a couple of rum drinks and came back with a song which I had to co-write and share with 14 other people from Austin, Texas. Is that right, Django Walker? Is that what's going on? You are correct, Timmy Buffett. I remember when he was a little baby boy. Yeah. He's a big baby boy now. Yeah, he's a big baby boy now, that's right. So we're going to do this for you right now. And if you love dogs and you love boats and you love drinking, well, you came to the right show. All right. Yeah. Something about a boat sitting on the sea. Out there in the wind, floating on the breeze, it'll take you around the world, it'll bring you back home. Something about a boat that gives a man hope. Dogs, guitars, Django Walker, Here's another clip from Margaritaville, but this is from the intro. For all the uh, 800 people who are 8,000 8, people who went to Barton Springs and jumped in the pool yesterday, uh, we're going to do this song. This is my good friend Frank Marshall, the, the film director and sometime guitar player in the Coral Reef Band right now. And uh, we're going to get him up here and uh, do this little song for you now. And uh, well, it actually, it started in Austin. In in a little uh, tequila bar early in the morning and my friend Vicky Reed took me there to put me on a plane and we had a couple of margaritas in the morning. Now that, that could have been a song title, you know, Margaritas in the Morning, but that sounds like some Nashville written song, doesn't it? Nope. So we looked at it and I looked at it and that hurt, the hangover went away and went, damn. That's like being in Margaritaville. True story. And thank you, Victoria, you're here tonight. Yeah. And so I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this for Vicky tonight. So it all started right here in Austin. Thank you. 
excuse me again. Um, one of the encores was Book on the Shelf. That could have been the last song, but then Django Walker came back on stage to do his dad's song of Sangria Wine, which was also the closer for the Jerry Jeff Walker tribute, which was um, not that long ago. I know it was last year, but it seems like it was only a handful of months ago. So here's Sangria Wine. All right. We're going to leave you with a little Jerry Jeff here. Where's Django? He come back out? This was, uh, we did this down in Lukenbeck and one of my favorite three-corner Jerry Jeff songs right now. And uh, we got Django here to help us out with this. Are you ready, Django? Let's do it. I believe you know a few words of this song. I got them down, baby. I got them down. just fades out from there there's no way to to perform that song without sounding like you're already drunk i don't know what it is about it but it's a great song i've always liked that song i I don't think i've ever heard it before here you at the jerry jeff tribute thing oh but it it is it's one of my favorites now because it's just a fun song and And even uh sound drunk when you sing it it like gives you a high just singing it yeah Yeah, todd snyder he's he's a jerry jeff fan from way back but anyway, so yeah, Jerry he's done Jeff a few of his songs. Perfect. Yeah, it's a it's a like great drunk, song. But he hits the notes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it awesome. On. It pops up on you know my radio station yeah. on Apple Music. And that's those are the four June shows. So we're all caught up for Life on the Flipside Redux 2022. Nice. Until the July and August shows hit me back to back. And then I don't know what we're going to do. And we still have to do two shows from last year. The Blossom show and our show. We might have to do an in-person show. Oh, like for like a whole day. Like, uh, you know. I do have the audio to our um, performance. I'm performance. Our show, our pine knob. I meant to say pine knob. That's where the P sound came from. We can do a live feed. So uh, I do have the audio for Pine Knob and the video for Pine Knob, but I'm still yeah, waiting. If you guys want to come out to the country, I have my gazebo set up on the deck now. Ooh, on the deck. Wow. Yeah. We got yep. I stained my deck and it. I set up a gazebo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, quick side note. Mike, I know what cartoon you saw the bee come butt first at you. I mean... <laughs> Kate was watching. It's like a whole bunch of Looney Tunes, right? Probably, but also Winnie the Pooh. It's, I mean, it's famous when the one bee. Oh yeah, 
and flies at Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, but they first, go you probably saw it with but the kids. Singer first, yes. You probably saw Winnie with the kids. It's been years and you went, it's just like a cartoon. It's, it's just like you described it because it's just focused on the bee. And uh, I was rolling. I said, that's important, Kate. She doesn't know why. Okay. No, it's, I get, uh, for Mick, I got stung in the face as I'm staining my deck. Oh. I'm like, I'm doing the stuff and it's oh, like, wow. yeah, there's like bees. So I had to, I had to knock a nest down earlier in the, in the day. And then, like, the stragglers kept coming home looking for the nest, and it's gone, you know. But I'm like, like, staining the deck in the way. And, you know, usually they, they like cling on you and sting you and stuff. You have a little chance to like brush them off or whatever, and, you know, a little bit of time. But no, this bastard, you know, flew ass first and stung me right in the face, right under my eye. Like it pricked you, just pricked you. Yeah. yeah. Just like stinger first, bam, and it left. And it didn't leave a stinger, so it, it was alive still. I'm thinking it was still alive, but it was pissing me off. Ugh. It hurt like hell for days. Mm. In fact, yeah, Wednesday, I told Joe about this because it was still hurting, and it was still all swelled up. And uh, it happened on Sunday. I don't know. I didn't know that bees went butt first. Yeah, butt first, man. It dive on me, just like in the cartoon. Backwards. I thought they, I thought they landed and then they got in position and then went. Doink! That's what yeah, I always yeah. thought. Yeah. That's what I always thought. But nope, it is not true, gentlemen. It's just like the cartoons. They fly at you with their butt first. Uh, this could be the longest recording ever. Okay, well, I was just trying to find one joke to go. Oh, jeez. Yes, jeez, it's almost midnight. I got to work I tomorrow. I, I got to work at the there. office. <laughs> Well, you brought it on yourselves by making me do a concert roundup at 11 o'clock. Roundup. <laughs> we didn't start the Buffett content okay, well, after two hours. Uh, one joke. All right, guys, because I'm going to have to go. Why should you never blame a dolphin for doing anything wrong? Because <laughs> he, ne- they never do it on poipus. I, I said didn't say the New Jersey. I know. I don't know why. Pointless. I don't know why. That's it. I can't say Puerto Rico, right? But I or Puerto Penasco, right? Poipus. It's the Bugs Bunny in him. All right, and then I'll say goodbye this way. What can you tell? How can you tell the ocean is friendly? Because it waves. All right. I'll see you guys. Seriously. All right. Better go. Thanks. Right. This was fun. Yeah, that's right. How do you? All right, later, dudes. I can use my finger. Oh, I can't. Where's the leave button? Oh, I'll show you. It's down here. That's life on the North Coast. Wasted.